worse than this room than anywhere else. It's on your radio right now. Do you know how to pop that coochie for a good There you go. It's the world's most dangerous one to show. Got the cameras on motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of show is this? My son listens to this show. With DJ Envy, the captain of this bitch. With Angela Yee, the only one who can keep these guys in check. Charlemagne the God. I'm a lovable asshole. And this is the Breakfast Club, bitches. Good morning, USA. Yo, 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 Yes, it's Monday. Back to the work week. No, no need to act like we want to really be here on a Monday. Monday's a slow for everybody. You know what I mean? It is. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a blessing to wake up and, you know, be alive and all that good stuff. But, you know, to get back in the groove of things after a weekend, it's a struggle. Well, it was a great week. And your show came out Friday. Comedy show, Central. Yeah, show did premiere uh, Friday, 10 o'clock on uh, Comedy Central. So hopefully the, the decrackification of America has started. You know, with, with, <laughs> with that episode, because that's what the episode was about. The yeah, decrackification right. uh, of America yeah, and how right. denazification in Germany walked so decrackification in America uh, could run. That's right. Yes. Now, show was, uh, I seen, got a lot of great reviews. I seen oh, you, it did? Used, you used the word cracker 24 times? Uh, I think 37, 38, 37 but times. who was counting? We were, of course. Times. Yeah, we were. I seen they had a cracker <laughs> counter on it. <laughs> yes. But it's because cracker is a, a, a slur. Not a, not a slur, but it's a word for bigoted uh, bigoted racist people mm-hmm. of Caucasian race. Okay. So I think that, you know, you got to draw a clear line. And, you know, we talked about how there's, you know, good white people and there's crack-ass crackers. You know, it was a play on the Chris Rock bit. Uh, crack-ass cracker. No. Oh. Remember Chris Rock had the joke, niggas versus black people? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And that's what we're in right now. We're in a society where it's good white people versus crack-ass crackers. Gotcha. So we have to let the decrackification of America begin. Right. Got to get rid of white supremacy out of all of our institutions and mm-hmm. the medical system and the educational system, the law enforcement, everything. Don't and, you think? Yeah, absolutely. And shout yeah. out to Amanda uh, Seals, who did the, uh, was it with Ten Cracker Commandments? Decrack Commandments. Oh, Decrack Commandments. Amanda Seals did the Decrack Commandments and her, as her alter ego, MC Chekaho. And a salute to my guy, uh, Chico Bean. Mm-hmm. He did a nice uh, social experiment where we ran, we actually ran that commercial in Tennessee. It was a, a Flags for Cash commercial. So we asked people to come bring in their uh, Cracker Gander, right? Uh, in exchange for cash. Did it work? Only three people showed up. Uh-huh. You know, you saw that on the yeah, seen it. on the show. I thought so, maybe more came behind so, the scenes. So no, ca- you know, you can, ca- you can catch the reruns uh, on Comedy Central during the week, or you can go to uh, the God's Honest Truth YouTube page and rewatch the show, or go to ComedyCentral.com and rewatch the show. But every Friday night, 10 o'clock, baby, the God's Honest Truth. And the podcast launches today, too. The God's Honest Podcast. Nice. It launches today on the Black Effect uh, iHeartRadio Podcast Network. Okay. Yes. Now I was in uh, Vegas for the iHeartRadio Music Festival. How was that? Um, it was good. It was good. It was good. It wasn't too many uh, urban acts, too many black acts. Uh, I kind of felt bad for J. Cole and Lil Baby as they performed because it wasn't their crap. I did not know J. Cole or Lil Baby was on that show. I do not remember really? them being advertised. No. J. Cole I remember performed. The, I remember the Baby. No, no, no. Well, he was on. He was supposed to be outside. But inside was J. Cole and uh-huh. Nelly on Friday. Okay. And Saturday was Lil Baby and Khalid. I don't. I don't remember them being that with us. Yeah. I so, mean, not, not Baby and Cole, but okay. So it was funny when we were doing the broadcast, shout out to Bobby Bones and... Um, My guy, Bobby Bones. They were on the broadcast. They were talking about all these acts performing. They was like, Envy, who are you excited to see? 
I was like, little baby. <laughs> they was like, little baby. They was like, I don't know, you know, little baby records. <laughs> they, they was like, can you can you sing a little baby record? I said, busting out the band though. I said, there's nothing that y'all know. There's nothing y'all gonna. Well, I'm glad little baby got that look, regardless. Yeah, he definitely got that look. So shout out to little baby. Shout out to J Cole. Shout out to Nelly. Shout out to Khalid. But it was good. It was. It was. I had a great time. Shout out to the iHeartRadio family. I have a great time every time I go out to Vegas. It's a great event. I haven't been there in a couple of years because of COVID in uh, this year. But you know, it's a great event. Yeah. All right. I I did realize that I got to go see Dr. De La Russo again. Why, you can't see? Nah, so you know, uh, when you go to Vegas, they put the things on a teleprompter, right? And the teleprompter is dumb far away. Those things are called words. words, Yeah, the words. To put the words on the sentences, which you're supposed to send a teleprompter. Teleprompter was at least 50 yards away. Okay. I had to squint like you're squinting right now. I'm squinting at that goddamn watch you got on. Why would you wear something like that to work? I think I, I get landed from Vegas. I came right Jesus to my hotel room. Christ, why are you going to say that now? Now I got to worry about when I leave. God, I'm just sitting there like, why would he wear this? I landed, you know what? Never mind. I landed okay, from all right, Vegas all right, okay, and I came okay. straight okay. to work. He's got a Casio on, guys. It's, it's just an it's it's Apple Watch, all right? All right. Thanks. It's, yeah, Apple Watch. There you go. All right. My Goodness God. Gracious. Lord have mercy. Start the show, man. Give me Rob. Why don't you? All I right. might do it. <laughs> <laughs> Front page news is next. We'll tell you about your favorite football teams. Also, Gabby Petito. Do you know that story? If not, I'll fill you in. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast mm-hmm. Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now in football, Raiders beat the Steelers 26-17. 49ers beat the Eagles 17-11. The Broncos beat the Jaguars 23-13. Rams beat the Colts. Patriots beat the Jets. Buccaneers beat the Falcons. Titans beat the Seahawks. Uh, the Ravens beat the Chiefs. How the hell did that happen? When I got off the flight, the Chiefs were winning, but hey, all right. Ravens beat the Chiefs. Uh, Browns beat the Texans. Panthers beat the Saints. Bills beat the Dolphins. Bears beat the Bengals. Cardinals beat the Vikings. And tonight in Monday Night Football. You know, I'm getting older. I'm getting older, so, you know, uh-huh. I don't hear like I used to. But I don't think I hear the Dallas Cowboys beat the Los Angeles Chargers 20-17. to But I think we need to throw that one in there. Okay, drop on the clues bombs for my Dallas Cowboys, baby. All right, the road to the Super Bowl. We're still on it. Starts now. <laughs> Starts now. We're still on it, baby. I didn't even know they played. Okay. Well, let me tell you. You know the story about of Gabby Petito and her boyfriend, Brian Laundry. Do you know? Mm-mm. All right, I'm going to fill you in. This is why, if you have daughters, this is stories like this is, is the reason why I call my daughter three, four times a day. All right? Now, Gabby Petito and Brian Laundry, boyfriend and girlfriend, not your normal boyfriend and girlfriend. Don't tell you. me that's going to have my anxiety going through the roof. It's going to have your anxiety a little bit. So they were kind of like nomads where they would rent trucks. They would drive all over the country. They would take pictures. They would do blogs. Right. So the fact that she didn't speak to her mother uh, in a couple of days was normal. So, you know, after a week, mom said, look, I haven't spoke to my daughter. What's going on? It was just weird. So she reached out to the boyfriend, Brian Laundry. He didn't answer his phone. He didn't call her back. Seemed pretty weird. Called the family. None of the family would answer. Uh, so she filed a missing persons report like she should have. Now, after filing a missing persons report, police went to Brian Laundry's house, which is out in Florida, in the family's house. And when they asked, hey, you know, where's this young lady? Y'all blog? Y'all travel the world together? What's going on? They gave him the lawyer's number. He they would gave not- him the lawyer's number? What you mean? They already lawyered up, gave him a lawyer. Oh, 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 okay, okay, okay. So the police went to question him, and he already had his lawyer ready. Okay, gotcha, that's right. Gotcha. Which made him a, a person of interest. Duh. Kind of weird, right? You give your lawyer's number, you don't say what happened. They're not talking at all. Now, his girlfriend is missing. This young lady's missing. She's from Long Island, by the way. Nobody says nothing. So now they find this body over the weekend in a Wyoming uh, National Forest Park that they believe the remains are hers. So now... 
They believe he's a person of interest, and now they can't find him. He got out of Dodge. They don't know where he's at. Well, he's more than a person of interest. Then. I mean, I guess you got to say he's still a person of interest for legal purposes, but clearly he's a suspect at this point. He's a suspect. I guess that's the same point. thing, right? Person of interest, suspect? I don't know. Yeah, so a TikToker claims she was uh, driving, and she seen Brian Laundrie hitchhiking. He jumped in the car. And as they were saying, they were going to that same... Why we call her a TikToker? That, that's that's, that's what they, they said. That's so insane. That's how they refer to her? Yeah, they refer to wow. her as a, a TikToker. They said, uh, but her name is Miranda. Miranda Baker said her and her boyfriend seen him. He was hitchhiking. He jumped in the car. They said, hey, we're going to the, the park where the remains were found. Not that park, but they said, we're going to the park. And he got crazy, jumped out the car and ran off. They said that you know, that was weird. But now they're realizing that was probably weird because that's probably where he knew the body was. Lord have mercy. Well... So I hope they catch him. Yeah, well, send you. I hope he comes clean. I mean, that's crazy, and and that's the reason why I call my daughter four times a day. It's not because I would feel like she would go hitchhiking. It's just you just always want to know where your kids at. I mean, listen, every day we wake up, all we trying to do is avoid crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes crazy finds you. And yeah, this seems like one of those situations. I'm definitely sending healing energy to you know that young lady's family for sure, for sure. Gabby and you know that show. guy, whoever that b- b- dude is, he can't run from himself. No, I don't care. You can't run from yourself. Not at all. I just hope they get the answers that's needed. They don't mean that the fact that they're not talking. You know, sometimes the family just want to know what happened. You know, what happened to my baby girl, not just the dead silence saying nothing, you know? Yeah, and you want justice to be served. Absolutely. clearly, I mean, you know, I, I sounds like foul play to me, clearly. Sounds Somebody like hiding something. Too. Yeah. All right. Well, that's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent. Phone lines are wide open. Again, 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Uh, it's Amanda. How's it going, guys? Amanda, what's up? Get it off your chest. Hey, man, I just wanted to, uh, you know, I didn't get to see that uh, Sunday night football game, but I watched highlights of it, man. That was an amazing game, man. It came down to the last second. Are you talking about Ravens Chiefs? It was a good game. Yes, sir. I was on the plane with that game on, and the Chiefs were up. I was like, oh, they got this game. So I was surprised when I just read that score. Yeah, yeah. And then I seen that uh, John Harbaugh asked Lamar if he wanted to go for it, you know, at the, at the fourth down and went for it and sealed the game. Wow. Wow. Missed that one. All right, brother. Thank yeah, you for going. I wanted, I wanted to give a quick shout out. Go ahead. Uh, hey, Charlamagne, I want to give a quick shout out to the All The Smoke podcast, Dream Champs, and also Million Dollars With The Game. I just got, li- got done listening to Million Dollars With The Game and uh, – all the smoke last night, and uh, I really enjoyed listening to uh, Million Dollars Worth the Game with Carmelo Anthony. Man, it, it, it was a it was a real real one to pay attention to. Yeah, I gotta go check yeah, that. That came that came awesome. out yesterday. Salute to my guys, uh, Wallow and Gilly. Million Dollars Worth a Game. They on Boss Boss Drink Champs and all the smoke. They partnered with the Black Effect, my podcast network. So salute to everybody doing their thing in the podcast space. Hello, who's this? Yo, this Keon from Georgia. Keon, what's up, man? Get it off your chest. Hey, man, let's talk about Jermaine Dupree and Diddy, bro. Hey, Let's Jermaine talk about Dupree, it. Please get out of the way. Get out of the way, my boy. I, I love him. I feel like he'll have a good battle with Diddy if Diddy doesn't go in the biggie bag. But if Diddy go in the biggie bag, what are you going to play? Well, here's the thing. I said, I said that I think Jermaine and Diddy, they should just do an R&B and remix versus. It should just be their remixes and R&B records. I think hip-hop gives Diddy yeah. the decisive advantage. Yeah, I agree. I, I think if they exactly. do an R&B, it would be a great one. But when Diddy goes in the Notorious B.I.G., I, I just don't. And not I love just, J.D. I just don't think it's a Not just big, man. though. Hmm? Big, Mace, Black Rob, Deluxe. Yeah, there's no, there's you know no what I mean? counter for that. Yeah. Like, the, 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 
Yeah, the hip hop bag too deep. And then when so like he would be getting in the way, probably what the best verses would be would be Diddy and Dre, especially now that they performing. The friends they bring out, come on, man. That'd yeah, that'll be, be stupid. Diddy versus Dre would be stupid. <laughs> yeah, I think Diddy and Dre. Diddy and friends versus Dre and friends would be stupid. Yeah, so JD, please get out the way, man. Like, <laughs> just leave that alone, man. All right, brother. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's up, Evie? It's Cam. What's up, Charlemagne? Good morning. Peace, Cam. Cam, what up, man? Get off your chest. All right, so basically, I'm a loyal fan. I listen to y'all all the time. Calling from New Jersey, by the way. And I'm tired of Snack Man and Big Chocolate Toast. That's a call and wasting airtime. You feel me? Me I too. Agree. I'm with you. I agree. All right, so this for Snack Man. Snack Man, right. You can literally Google a joke. Why do you call and say, <laughs> hey, gee, I got a joke for you today, like... You be acting crazy on the radio, like we send the kid in the hundred markets, right, Charlemagne? That's right, hundred plus. Wait, you better act like it. <laughs> Big chocolate and toast I'm pretty sure you're a Caucasian. Why are you calling yourself chocolate? Uh, I'm confused. <laughs> like, you come on it, hey, Charlemagne, be bought. Like, no, we don't want to hear from you either. Like, if you about to call in, call him with something that's positive or a Google joke. Like, we tired of hearing it. I'm with you, Ken. Thank you, brother. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Phone lines are wide open. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Who's Get it off your chest, bro. Someone trying to pretend to be you on Instagram, trying to give me to send them $1,400. <laughs> Envy needs the money, man. Is it? This the, is this the thing. Okay, they, they said, they said they're, they're pretending to be you giving me a vehicle and that I need to pay for the shipping that is $1,400. Do you believe it, sir? I'm shaky about the whole thing. Bro. I'm like, if you're giving me a car, you're giving it to me. Bro, there's no way in hell I'm giving you a car. Okay? And I'm there's no way in hell I'm asking you for $1,400. So listen, if it doesn't say DJ Envy with a blue check, that is not me. I've been shutting these pages down. They create a page every other day. So again, if it doesn't say DJ Envy with a blue check, it's not me. I'm, I'm going to be asking- honest with you, man. Any, any of these people who... You know, see a Rihanna hit them or a DJ Envy or whoever it is, or Beyonce asking them for money, Michael Jackson. If they stupid enough to believe that's really them people, let them send the money. I mean, it, they, they created at least 20, 30 pages for me, and people are, yo, no, if it's not my blue check, it's not me. It's not, I'm not going to ask you for money. I'm not going to say send me $1,500. I'm not going to say none of that, all right? And they're doing something now where they try to FaceTime you, and they be like, oh, I couldn't get you through the face. That, that's not me. I'm not FaceTiming you. It's not me. It's not happening. Just putting it out there. I'm not asking anybody for money. I'm not saying give me no money. I'm not saying I'm playing anybody's record. I'm not sending anybody's car. It is not me. Let them get their money, man. If Michael Jackson hit them up and asked for $500 and they want to send Michael 500 let them do it. No. Hello, who's this? Yo, Breakfast Club fam. How y'all doing this morning? What's up, bro? Peace, Get King. Your chest. I'm a, I'm a blessed and highly favorite, man. Shout out to uh, my wife. It's her uh, birthday today. Two Virgos, I don't know how we do it, but uh, salute to her, man. That's my queen. Also, Charlemagne. Yes, Shout sir. Out to you, brother. I've been listening through 2010. You know what I'm saying? Straight from high school, and I've seen your growth. That's why I'm still here, brother. You've been uh, doing amazing. God, keep that up, please. Thank you, King. Yes, sir. Y'all have a good one, man. All right, yes, brother. sir. Man, he just called to say he's seen your, your, your growth, brother. Shut up. Hello, who's this? 
This is Aaron Ridge. Aaron Ridge, get it off your chest, brother. Man, bro, I'm I'm an apprentice with the Plumbers Pipe Fitters Union. Job call with Harris, and Harris gets, took his call for MSG Madison Square Garden as the main contractor. Mm-hmm. And they and they building a big old entertainment global thing down here in Las Vegas on uh, Las Vegas Sands Boulevard. So on our workflow, you got about four or five of us African Americans that's working. And when we come off for of lunch, we get upstairs. They got a noose hanging, bro. Really? Damn. Like, yes. Yes. I took pictures of it. I called the Channel 13 News down here. They aired the story. I put my name anonymous because you know how they are blackballers, blacks, man. But to, today makes three weeks and five days. The Wednesday makes four weeks exactly. And I still haven't been able to file a complaint. I had to do one with the EEOC, but the Metro, Madison Square Garden, I talked to their three representatives in New York. They ain't did nothing about it. They won't let me pursue it. They acting like racism doesn't, you know, they trying to make it a new norm. So I go to the bathroom a couple of days after the noose was hung. They got white power written in that. So what's, the, what oh, what's the name of this place? Uh, it's called it's called the spear. Where's the spear? We gotta decrackify the spear. Where's the spear? At? He said it's out in Vegas. He said it's owned by the same company that owns uh, Madison Square Garden. That's what you're saying? Yeah, uh, it's, it's Madison Square Garden. The spear is on Las Vegas Sands, two fifty five Las Vegas Sands. Well, yeah, we gotta decrackify that place, and it's crazy that you had to be anonymous, even though you right got there. done wrong. Like, ra- like we shouldn't have to be anonymous when it comes to racism. <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, like we shouldn't have to fear being blackballed because we calling out white supremacy yeah. and racism in America. Man, I got so much evidence on here and then by making the news that National Action Network in Las Vegas that's that's in tune with uh, Reverend Al Sharpton. They they jumped in on it and they wanted me to be you know doing uh, live interviews and things, but they've been trying to get me in contact with a lawyer, but none of the lawyers down here, nor, none of the black lawyers as well, especially wants to take the case because they're afraid of the backlash. That is, uh, I don't understand why we should, we should never fear the backlash that comes from calling out racism. Yeah, but he's scared because he don't want to lose his job. You That's know insane. I mean? He got to pay for yeah. his family stuff, yeah, so I get it. Exactly. They already trying to come at me, man. They they, they gave three three apology speeches on the job site, and now one at now time did they say they apologize to the African American race for having to go through something or experience something like this? Lord have mercy. Yes, I'm. I'm right now having to take mental mental uh, counseling and wow. then to be on medication because, and I gotta pay out my own pocket. See what I'm saying? Yeah. They didn't give us no resources for people who haven't experienced something like this. Yes, I read it in books. Yes, I've seen it on groups, but to actually witness one in real life, well, man, it messed me up. It's like I now I doubt. White people, you know, I don't know if you're coming up to me to shake my hand and say hello, or you coming to hurt me on this job site. You know what I mean? Well, I hope that um, I hope that more people speak up about what's going on there. I hope that uh, you know, there's some good white people out there and who stay can, on their neck, brother. Who can who can who can stand with you That's to help right. you fight this situation? Because it's gonna take all of us to decrackify America, goddamn it. That's right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up now. We got rumors on the way. COVID is still real. I'll tell you which one of your favorite celebrities uh, got COVID over the weekend. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's time, 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 time 
spilling the tea. This is the rumor report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Now, shout to Chris Rock. Uh, he said on Sunday that he tested positive for COVID nineteen. He said, "Hey guys, I just found out I have COVID nineteen. Trust me, you don't want this. Get vaccinated." Yeah, we have to start having more context around those, uh, you know, those type of announcements because the first thing people say is, "Well, Chris is." Already fully vaccinated and still got COVID. But I think what Chris is trying to say is, you know, if he wasn't vaccinated, it'd probably be a lot worse. It'd be a lot worse. You remember when he's on a breakfast club, he talked about getting vaccinated. I'm vaccinated. I'm, you know, they call me two shots rock. I got my Moderna and, you know, I might, I might even get the Pfizer as a backup. What about you know, Johnson not? and Johnson? Would you get the Johnson and Johnson? Yeah, Johnson and Johnson, the food stamps of vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's up with people not wanting to get vaccinated. People, I don't know what's in there. And you know how many drugs I've bought at strip club bathrooms? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to take a vaccine. I have done far more dangerous things. Now, people were making fun of Chris Rock because he said on here he had Moderna, but then when he did Fallon, he said he got something different. You is, got the Moderna? I got the, I got the Johnson & Johnson, the food stamps of vaccine. <laughs> You know, I skipped the line, too, to get my vaccine. I didn't care. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. I, I used my celebrity, Jimmy. <laughs> you just did it. Yeah, I'm doing, yeah, I'm I didn't care. I was like, hey, step aside, Betty White. Guys, he's joking. It's called comedy, he's guys. Joking, guys. Why he's, do y'all take people so literal all the time? It's clearly comedy. It's clearly satire. He's, he's like, Jesus comedian, guys. Christ, he's, man. He's joking. You got to start changing your voice now when you're doing a joke, or you got to change your voice when you're doing satire, or being yeah. sarcastic now. You got to put in quotes, like, joke time. All right, God. Yeah. 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 yeah, maybe you got to announce that it's a joke. I'm joke. about to tell a joke. Joke, guys. I took the Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. Well, anyway, Chris Rock, we hope he uh, feels better and gets it gets back stronger immediately. Oh, yeah, we just need more context to those type of uh, announcements, that's all. Because, you know, people can't wait to argue and debate and everything else. But I think he was just simply saying if he didn't have the vaccine, he'd probably be a lot worse off. Absolutely. Now, WAC 100, he did an interview with Bootleg Kev, and he talked about a lot. One of the things he talked about was his conversation he had with Takashi 69 and who checked him. I'm pretty sure it cost me a few friends and got on me. I think the one that then got on me the most, right, is Birdman. That's my brother, and we get on each other. But Birdman, out of everybody, Birdman, it got on my ass. What did he say? No, he just told me. He said, who you are and what you stand for and what you represent is greater and bigger than that. So, you know, at the end of the day, some people got that lane with me. You know what I mean? Where they can call me, and I'm, hum I'm going to humble myself. And I'm going to listen. All right. He also talked about uh, Ray J and Kim K's sex tape. And is there more to that tape? Kanye, holla at me, bro. We got part two on the laptop. Ain't never been seen. We'd love for you to have it. It'd be a great personal private NFT. So there's another Definitely. Ray J, Kim K sex tape? Yeah, that was more graphic and better than the first one. Is it ever going to see the light of day? Personally, I would never give it to anybody but Kanye. Because that's it's a mother, his children. Mm. It's a lot of people that didn't try to reach for that. For a price tag, obviously, Kanye could buy it from you, or would you just give it to him and say it's You know it's what? So I, I probably would, because it's Kanye, I, I probably would give it to Kanye. Now, Kim K's uh, lawyer says, the claim that there's an unreleased sex tape is false. It is unfortunate that people make statements to try and get their 15 minutes of fame. Ray J, well, you know WAC 100 uh, manages Ray J. I don't know if he still manages uh, Ray J, but he did at one point. Ray J responded on his Twitter and said, this ain't cool. I've been staying off the radar. Just staying focused and being humble and thankful for all the blessings I'm receiving. 
How can I show growth and maturity if this kind of stuff keeps happening? I'm a father now, and my job is to be a great parent and put them first. This is not the message I want to send out. Dropping the clues bombs for Ray J, goddammit. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's 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 that healed people hear things differently and respond to things differently. I see Ray J. I see you, Ray J. All right, and WAC 100 responded. He says, Kim K's attorneys... Ask your client about Santa Barbara and the signed deliverables for tape one, two, and three. Can't control what I now control. If I have 15 minutes of fame again, I'll be forced to display the signed contracts. Hashtag try me. So All I know is uh, salute to my guy, Bootleg Kev. Drop on the clues bounce for Bootleg Kev. Bootleg Kev done figured it all the way out. That's my guy. Okay? Been watching Bootleg Kev in this radio audio game for a long time. He's yeah, shout out to Bootleg Kev. Yep. And also, lastly, on some positive news, Tory Lanez donates $50,000 to help families post bail for loved ones. You know, a lot of times people get locked up for small crimes that just can't pay for the bail. Maybe the bail might be $1,000 or $1,500 or $500, and he's donating $50,000 to help families post bail for their loved ones. So that's pretty dope. All right. Absolutely. And that is your rumor report. Now, when we come back, we got front page news. Let's talk COVID a little bit. Let's talk booster shots. All right. Oh, you get one. Well, we'll talk about it when we come back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. When a train hits a vehicle at a railway crossing, the results are often deadly. Be cautious at crossings. And if the signals are going, don't be tempted to try and sneak across the tracks. Even if you don't see a train. Stop. Trains can't. Brought to you by NHTSA. Everybody, it's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, in sports, all right, the Raiders beat the Steelers 26 17, 49ers beat the Eagles 17 11, the Broncos beat the Jaguars 23 13, Rams beat the Colts, Patriots beat the Jets, Buccaneers beat the Falcons 48 25, the Titans beat the Seahawks, Ravens beat the Chiefs, and I, I was watching that game. Chiefs were up too. Uh, the Browns beat the Texans, Panthers beat the Saints, Bills beat the Dolphins, Bears beat the Bengals, Cardinals beat the Vikings, and tonight in Monday Night Football, You're so disrespectful. the pay, uh, Packers take on the Lions. The Dallas Cowboys beat the Los Angeles Chargers 20-17, to last yeah, second field goal, uh, won the Dallas Cowboys the game, so our road to the Super Bowl, you know, we're still in route, okay? One and one right now, dropping the clues bombs for my Dallas Cowboys. What's happening? Now, Manny Pacquiao, famed boxer, seems like he's going to be running for Philippines president in 2022. He says, I boldly accept the challenge of running as president of the Republic of the Philippines. What's a message to those who are taking advantage of the Filipino people? Your time is up. I'm a fighter. All right. Now, the FDA panel uh, votes for boosters for elderly 65 and up and at people at risk only. So they rejected President Biden's plan. We have Fauci talking about it. I don't think they made a mistake. As we said in the beginning, we would want to plan for the possibility of vaccinating all those who have gotten their initial vaccination with Pfizer. And it was always pending the evaluation of all of the totality of the data from the United States, from Israel, and any bit of data that we could get by the advisory committee to the FDA. I mean, just tell people that the shots that they got now ain't working no more. And they got to get a real. Yeah, but they're saying 65 and up. But, you know, my doctor told me when when I can get it, I would definitely, you know, he would encourage me to definitely get the booster shot, though. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. Because the stuff you got now probably don't wore off. They say, what, eight months? Eight months. Yeah. Yeah. And lastly, this is crazy. A Michigan dad is suing a school district for a million dollars after uh, cutting his daughter's hair without permission. 
So what happened was his daughter mm. was in school mm. and mm. a classmate, I guess, cut the girl's hair on one side. The girl came to the teacher and said, allegedly, I don't like my hair. Can you please fix it? So the teacher went and cut the girl's other side of the hair. And the father's like, nah, you don't cut my daughter's hair without talking to no, me. No, you call the damn parents, fool. Right. So well, I'd be wondering if people that do stuff like that have kids they self. Because if you got kids, you're going to mm -hmm. always put yourself in the parents' shoes and say, how would I want an adult to respond to my child in this situation? I would want them to call me immediately. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, the only thing I could think of if the girl was boohoo crying, I don't bawling, care. I'm gonna call your and parents. And he was like, "Please try to fix no. it, please." And she did a little trim. No. I don't. I I don't know. That sounds no. wild to me. Yeah, call I'm me. I'm call your parents. Let me call your parents. Let me call your dad. Let me call your mom. Let me tell them what happened. They'll be down. There. They'll be down here shortly. Ain't your decision to make about my child's hair. What's wrong with you? I agree. All right, and that is your front page news. Now let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. So if you... What do you want to talk? You want to talk decrackification? Yeah, let's talk about decrackification. Now, your show came out Friday. You said, uh, Cracker, how many times? 26, 27 times? I forgot the exact number. It was over 30, though. Over 30 times. Well, well over 30. Now, we were talking about decrackifying an institution. Yeah, it's Break called it de decrackification. Decrackification is the act of uh, ridding a system of its tired-ass, racist-ass, white supremacist, you know, BS. It's based off... What they did in Germany to rid the country of all Nazi ideology from, you know, culture and press and society and education, you know, politics, everything. And America needed to do the same. We need to decrackify the country and stop celebrating uh, racists and their BS. All right. Now, yes. a caller called this morning. Mm -hmm. uh, he's uh, he wanted to decrackify an institution that he was working at. Can we hear his call? I'm, I'm an apprentice with the Plumbers Pipe Fitters Union. Job call with Harris, and Harris gets, took his call for MSG Madison Square Garden as the main contractor. Mm -hmm. And they and they building a big old entertainment global thing down here in Las Vegas on uh, Las Vegas Sands Boulevard. So on our workflow, you got about four or five of us African Americans that's working. And when we come off for of lunch, we get upstairs. They got a news hanging. <gasps> Called the Channel 13 News down here. They aired the story. I put my name anonymous because you know how they are blackballers, blacks, man. Think about that. You mm -hmm. working at a job and you black and somebody puts a noose up, right, to, to, to shake you and the other black employees up. But you got to make a complaint anonymously because you're afraid to get blackballed because you're calling out white supremacy. That's why there has to be a decrackification of this country right there. All right. Well, let's open up the phone lines. Let's have some fun with this. 800-585-1051. Is there an institution, a place, <laughs> a business, a job? That needs to be decrackified. That means to be decrackified. Of course it is. This is America. Now, when you say decrackified, <laughs> it doesn't have to just be a white business. It could be a black business that needs to be decrackified. You know some black businesses that need to be decrackified? So you're saying that there's some black businesses out there who have absolutely embraced uh, white supremacist ideology? Correct. And they oppress and they marginalize uh, black folks just like the oppressors do? That's yes. what you're saying? Yeah. Wow. I'm saying that. So let's wow. open up the phone lines. Is there a business or institution that needs to be decrackified? <laughs> Call us up right now, 800-585-1051. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about the business and decrackify why America, need to be baby. decrackified. Let the decrackification begin. All right. Call us up now. We're just having some fun. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning 
everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about decrackifying some institutions. That's right. Uh, if you saw my show, The God's Honest Truth, that premiered uh, this past Friday on Comedy Central at 10 p.m., you heard me break down the concept of decrackification. Can we play a little clip of that? Sure. Decrackification, defined by this. The God's Honest Dictionary as the act of ridding a system of its tired ass, racist ass, white supremacist bull****. Now, was denazification a perfect solution to fixing Germany? No. But not celebrating racists was a step in the right direction to actual healing. Will decrackifying America be easy? Hell no. Because America really, really worships its bigots. Now, FYI, there's a difference between good white people and crack-ass crackers. You know, good white people, we call them GWPs, and they don't like crack-ass crackers either. They use their privilege to combat prejudice, and we we thank them for that. But we're going to need all hands on deck to decrackify this country. Okay, so so let me ask you, what what, mm -hmm. what companies would you like to see decrackified? Oh, man, I mean, it, it's so many. I mean, you got the medical system. You have, you know, all of these different financial institutions, education, you know what I mean? Like law enforcement, like America as a whole needs to be decrackified. Like it's got to start at the root. Like we're still a country that still has, you know, the names of bigots and racists on highways and bigots and racists on institutional buildings. Like why is Jagger Hoover on the FBI building? Like which we're talking about this Friday on uh, The God's Honest Truth. But it's just, I mean, come on, this is America. Right. <laughs> like, yes. I mean, if, see, I, I mean, I, I think the whole financial industry, I mean, and the way that they tax people, like, you, I mean, let's not forget that Amazon pays nothing in taxes. Yeah. Donald Trump paid $750 in taxes and he's damn near a billionaire. That that doesn't say anything to This anybody? country is designed for old white men to prosper and it's designed for everybody else to fail. That's why it bugs me out when I hear people say things like, "Oh, this institution has historically failed us." Yeah, it's historically failed you because it's been designed to to fail you. I, I would also <laughs> decrackify all those institutions like the NFL, the NBA. Uh, I just think it's so wild that the majority of the players are minority, but no black ownership. The, the, the ownerships is no well, black executives. That's right. In, in NBA and how many NFL? The NBA just got the a record number of black coaches this year, which is seven. You know what I mean? So yes. But how many owners in the NFL? Black. None. Zero. 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 Zilch. Nada. And how many in uh, NBA? One. One. Michael Jordan. But the and before that, it was Bob Johnson. Are, are, are minority? That's not crazy to anybody? And, and think about it. Think about how it works, right? Bob Johnson was a black owner. Bob Johnson is the person who sold the team to Michael Jordan. So you have to have a black person in that position who says, you know what? I want to keep it black. And you got to have a black person who has the capital to be that's able right. to get it. Yeah. And that's very hard to do in a, a country that needs to be the crack fire. Okay. Also, also the music industry. Let's talk hip hop a little bit. Okay. How many uh, African Americans? How many Black people actually own the companies that put the lay, that put the records? The out? distribution companies. Distribution companies. Hundred percent. Zero. Yeah. Zero. None. Yeah. None, 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 none. Yeah. You could talk about uh, QC who owns a label, but they don't own the distribu distribution company. You could talk about Rock Nation that owns the company. They don't own distribution. We could talk about Bad Boy. We could talk about uh, Gotti's label. All those labels are That's great, right. but we don't own a distribution company. All right, well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Joseph Gatsby in hey, Atlanta. Hey, what's up, brother? What institution do you want to decrackify? I want to decrackify the music business, the record labels, man. Um, yet again, this weekend, another rapper was shot, and it just keeps happening over and over and over. These execs sit back, you know, in their mansions, cool, chilling. You know what I'm saying? No worries, no dodging bullets or nothing like that. 
and all these rappers is on the front line. You know what I'm saying? And I just feel like that institution right there is just one that's been so sacred that they never wanted to touch. Nobody wants to touch it. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like, you know, that same situation that the guy spoke about um, in his business where he had to file anonymous. These rappers are, are ducking bullets out here and have to go to work every day. Bro. Like it's normal. You know what I'm saying? You know what's so crazy? The decrackification of America runs so deep because, you know, they, these people are peddling black trauma, right? Absolutely. But then that black trauma goes out and it influences you know, our communities, you Bro, know what I'm absolutely. saying? And inspires people to go out there and continue to commit these crimes that these artists will be talking about. Bro, I take it a step further. I used to work at a yep. radio station where people used to come to the station to try to force DJs to play records and, and to the point where DJs should have, have security. And the program wow. director would ride up in her scooter by herself, no security, and, ne and she's the one that used to decide yep. what records get played on air and had no problem. Well, it's because she was a white woman and nobody expected a white woman to be running the radio station. <laughs> nobody would have been, and, and let's just say it, salute to Tracy Clarity. Yeah, yeah, Tracy Clarity. Nobody would expect, you know, Tra they see Tracy, they wouldn't expect her to be running Hot 97 but at the time. still, she used to come up in her school and never had no problems, never had Happens no all fights, the time, nothing. Bro. Happens but all the time, But every DJ used to have to fend for themselves. Happens I used to thought that was wild. Happens all the time. We say that even about black bloggers. You know what I mean? Our, our black radio personalities like us. They'll run up on us all day, but they won't go near Harvey Levin or, or at Elvis. TMZ or Elvis Duran. You know what I mean? But even though Elvis don't peddle in that type of stuff, but you don't see nobody running down on a Perez Hilton or nobody else. No. It's just our culture and our community, but that's a whole other conversation. We're talking about decrackifying America right now. All right. 800-585-1051. What institution do you want to decrackify? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know it now. I like it Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're talking uh, decrackifying institutions. Now, decrackification. Uh, decrackification. Uh, if you saw my show this past Friday on Comedy Central, The God's Honest Truth, premiered this past Friday at 10 o'clock and comes on each and, each and every Friday, mm -hmm. uh, we talked about decrackification. Let's, let's play a clip of me explaining what decrackification is. Decrackification, defined by this, the God's Honest Dictionary as the act of ridding a system of its tired ass, racist ass, white supremacist bull****. Now, was denazification a perfect solution to fixing Germany? No, but not celebrating racists was a step in the right direction to actual healing. Will decrackifying America be easy? Hell no, because America really, really worships its bigots. And I mean, look, it can be done. It, got, it, it happened in Germany, like I, like I just explained. They got rid of, you know, pretty much all Nazi ideology from, you know, everything from culture to education, the politics, America has never even taken a step to do that because we still celebrate racists. We still celebrate bigots by having their names on buildings, by having highways named after them. And to me, you know, if you have, you know, a name like Jadga Hoover mm -hmm. still on the FBI building, that means that his ideologies still live in that building, which which we're discussing this this Friday on uh, The God's Honest Truth, by the way. All right. Well, what, what institutions do y'all think need to be decrackified? All right, well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is a South Florida anonymous kid. I don't really want to state my name. I'm a local coach in the community, and a friend of mine went to a university, and her and several other basketball players have made statements against Lenore Ryan University. Um, basically, I tagged you guys on Instagram. If you could check 
there's a release statements and a lawsuit against the university for basically kicking girls off the basketball program for speaking against racism. Wow. See, that's insane yeah. to me. That, that's what I don't understand. So it's really intense. And, like, my friend's whole career um, was almost in shambles. I mean, right now she has other offers and everything, but she's developing this story with her lawyers and with uh, eight other basketball girls. Okay. Um, so it's pretty big. It's on Instagram. I tagged you guys if you can look at and it. And what's the name of the place? It's L-E-N-O-I-R, Ryan University. Okay. We'll look, look it up. All right, Mama. Thank you. Hello, who's this? Hey, hey, hey. My name Matter of fact, yo, yeah, no, no, forget about my name. But yo, I'm from Hartford, Connecticut. Uh, peace and blessings to everybody. Shout out, shout out, Envy. Shout out, Charlemagne. Shout out, Ye. But um, bang, crack ass cracker company in Hartford, Connecticut. It's a tr- it's a garbage removal company, but they trash too. When I mean yo, I was the only <laughs> black dude working in there. I was the only black dude working in there for like, want to say, yeah, I ain't gonna say how long ago I was working there. But like I said, I was the only black dude working there. They never brought no other person into the office. All the drivers that they had driving the trash trucks, they was all black, of course. But they had nobody in the office. They fired me over some dumbness. On top of that, I heard this one story. I've never seen it myself, but I heard a story about how one of the drivers went into the garage to get their truck one day. Boom, it's a noose hanging right off their truck. He complained about it. Jesus Christ. He complained about it. Two weeks later, they doubled down on it. They put a noose on both of them, on, on both of the mares. And she couldn't say nothing about it after that. Wow. So we what's that name of that place again? All way. All right. And when I trash, I mean trash. Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning. This is Royale. Royale, good morning. Um, so I definitely agree with Charlemagne about that. Um, pretty much, I think there is a bamboo willies on Pensacola Beach, Florida, that is very so racist. It's like okay. a factory place that sells like bushwhackers. That's what they're known for. Okay. And they need so, to, you got to decrackify that place? Okay. Yes. <laughs> what happened? Okay, so this is what happened. Pretty much, we was on the beach, you know, my my son, who is half white, must I say, and I'm a fully black woman, well, he was on a different tantrum. So, at that time, I took him to the bathroom of Bamboo Willie's to go and talk to him. Well, there were two white women beaming on the door, trying to make it seem like I was abusing my son. And I'm like... What are you doing? Mm. And they're like, this ain't what you want to do. This, you need to let him out of there. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, um, you need to mind your business. I'm talking to my son. I am the parent here. That's right. So the bartender, who is a white male, he runs in there, bug eyed, like, oh, what's going on? Seeing them jumping all over me. Okay. So they jumped you? Other guy. No, no, like screaming. Like, oh. Physically, like, they were trying to. But I'm, they're not going to intimidate me, okay? <laughs> and they were pretty much showing their, their white privilege and all this other stuff and, and pretty much got the bartender on their side. They're out there talking it up, serving drinks and all this. They're intoxicated, obviously. Well, me and my sister, we walk up to ask them what the issue was in the bathroom. The supposed security who was talking to them like, that was their friend. It's like screaming at my sister, say, get the F out of here. I'm going to get the police if you don't get the F out of here. Wow. My nephew runs up. He was 16, fully black. He's like, nobody's going to touch my mother. Do not touch my mother. My father is not here to defend her. Do not. Mm. So he runs, gets the police. They're calling my nephew boy, talking to him, talking about don't look this way, boy. Lord like, have mercy. Lord have yeah. mercy. 
So fast forward, they get the police, but the police more so sided with me because it was like, he could tell they were intoxicated and they was jumping over me for no reason. He was like, I'm a parent too. So I appreciate that from the sheriff's department of Pensacola Beach. Wow. But they definitely showed their white privilege. Well, that's why decrackification of this country has to happen. All right. Well, thank yes. you, Mama. Thank you. And can I shout out my music on YouTube? Of okay, course. Under World Queen 160 YouTube. Look me up. Listen to my music. I appreciate y'all. Love y'all. All right. Thank Mama. you. And I, right. I really want people to understand that there is a difference between GWPs, good white people, and crack ass crackers. And, you know, uh, good white people, they don't like crack-ass crackers either. And they use their privilege to combat prejudice, and we we, we thank them for that. But it's going to take all hands on deck to really implement decrackification in this country. But America definitely needs to be decrackified. I guess that's the moral of the story. That is definitely the moral of the story. And you got to watch uh, The God's Honest Truth every Friday night at 10 p.m. on Comedy Central. It's screaming on uh, Paramount Plus right now too and it's on comedycentral.com and you know we got the decrackify america t-shirts all you gotta do is go to myshopify.com <laughs> see the see the show.myshopify.com okay and we got the good white people t-shirts so y'all need to go out y'all gotta claim your set bro all right for real get you a i'm a i'm a gwp yeah you know me t-shirt okay right. <laughs> from see the show.myshopify.com all right well we got rumors on the way we got to talk about karen civil it got real spicy over the weekend, so we'll break What's it up down. What's with KC? Also, uh, shout out to Hampton University. H you, the real H you. We busted Howard down. And Whoa. I seen all you guys wearing all your Howard, your little cute Howard t-shirts because Kamala Harris came to the game. And oh, you want to ride Howard all of a sudden? Well, you got your ass busted, so shout out to Hampton University. Pause, bro. You, you said they cute. You said you riding them. You said they bust, you busted their ass. God so you heard, damn. You heard all of that? <laughs> yeah. All right, H you. H you. Rumors on the way is the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey. Hey. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Salute to my guy Louis V uh, in in Atlanta. You know the <laughs> station that we're on in Atlanta. Hey, he sent it to me too. Yeah, Louis V just uh, said somebody was complaining about um, us saying that we need to decrackify de- 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 the country. Correct. Like, you know, there needs to be a decrackification of America. And you know, uh, I, I, my my thing is, whenever you hear people more uh, offended at the word cracker than they are about all the evil racist stuff that makes someone a cracker mm-hmm. then they probably a cracker ass cracker too it's really just that simple because the, the caller that complained actually was uh referencing the guy who called about the business in vegas so if you hear this black person tell a story about working at this corporation in vegas and you know they found a noose and he had to file an anonymous complaint because he was afraid to be blackballed even though he's the one experiencing the racism if you hear all of that and you say but you know what i don't want to hear the word crack <laughs> you bypass all the, the, you, noose, the offensive racism, stuff and all that. you, you pass, by, bypass all the racism to talk about uh the use of the word Cracker. Right. Well, that's why we need a decrackification of this country right there. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, when we come back, we got rumors on the way. Uh, we got to tell you about Karen Civil. It got real spicy over the weekend with Karen Civil. I'll tell you all about it. We'll try to break it down as much as possible. Um, and we'll do that next. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Listen up. This just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The Rumor Report. Gossip. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. 
Now, if you don't know who Karen Civil is, Karen Civil's been on The Breakfast Club a couple of times. She's from New Jersey. She's a digital marketing entrepreneur, author. She handles all that. She started off as an intern at Hot 97. She worked for Dipset, Lil Wayne, Beats by Dre, Hillary Clinton, and more. Um, she was actually the one that ran that campaign when uh, Lil Wayne was locked up, where you could actually write Lil Wayne, and he was uh, writing you guys back. And she was the one that did that campaign. Hey, Karen Civil gets busy. Mm-hmm. So over the weekend, this is how it all started. Uh, comedian Jessie Wu, she's been on Wild and Out. She's been on Love and Hip Hop. I guess her and Karen Civil had a lawsuit, a $3 million lawsuit where Karen Civil lost and Jessie Wu won. And she talked about uh, the things that Karen Civil uh, allegedly did to her. Well, that opened up the floodgates because Joyner Lucas talked about Karen Civil scamming him. Let's play it. This is around the time Nipsey did his $100 mixtape you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, damn, Karen's the way to go. At the time, I was f***ed up. I had an investor. He done already kicked up so much money. And the only thing that I had left was a little bit of bread that we had left in which we chose to hire you. That was 2015. You keep saying it was seven years ago, but that was a big time in my life. My son was about to be just born. My back was against the wall. And at this time, hiring you was like our last ditch effort to really do something. And I really believed in the name Karen Civil. Now, this was on Clubhouse. So they were both speaking on Clubhouse. Joyner Lucas posted many a post about how Karen Civil uh, took 60000 from him. And, you know, his, at the time his child was just born. He didn't have the money. This was a last-ditch last effort. I don't know. I've never been on Treehouse. And I, I'm proud Clubhouse. of that. Clubhouse. Clubhouse. I've never been over there. Because every time I ask who all over there, it's a bunch of people I don't think I want to be in the same room with. Well, you were mentioned on Clubhouse. Uh, let's let's play that part. I saw you write your thing. I said, damn, this is still upset by this. So I hit Charlamagne. I said, I want to get this man on the I want to get this man on the phone. Because the last time we had some shit, the shit was on Twitter. We never communicated. Charlemagne told me what you felt. I said, forget it then. He still has an attitude and he's upset and he wants to do social. And you did social. That's what it was. So how exactly was I supposed to reach out? I literally kept everything. I was so proactive with doing your business there's some that are hits and misses it takes longer than other times yeah that's true i mean karen the homie you know karen, i never did business with her so i can't speak how she does business but knowing her for years and i like peace i want everyone to get to a place of healing so if she asked me to reach out to someone i got no problem doing that and join her, my man too so you mm -hmm. know that's why you know he joined her like yo karen wants to holler at you well this open join join us said if she ain't calling me to Pay me my money back. I don't know what she want to talk about, but feel free, mm. you know, to have her call. So that's 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 all that was. Okay. Well, let's open up the floodgates over the weekend. And Jason Lee from Hollywood Unlocked, he talked about his uh, runners with Karen Civil. A couple years ago, Hollywood Unlocked's Instagram, when we reached 1.2 million followers, got taken down. And I got and I didn't know what was happening. I was in Atlanta on stage at Wild and Out, and I got reached. Somebody reached out to me from Miami and said, "My brother is a 17-year-old hacker." from Orlando, he was paid $20,000, promised $40,000 by Karen Civil to hack your page because we had written a story how she had stole $17,000 from James from Love & Hip Hop in New York. He had put her on blast. We wrote the story, we refused to take it down, and she basically paid a kid to hack us. She promised him a rap career. She didn't pay the back end, so he re outed her. <laughs> what? You would do that, Envy. So, you would do that. So, <laughs> so you so, would do that. So you would do that. You would definitely. If I, felt, you, if, I felt, <laughs> if I felt like somebody was writing a false story on me, you're goddamn right. <laughs> but I wouldn't hide no hacker. 
I'll just call the people and say, hey, take that time. <laughs> if I don't know, hey, you want to write a story about me? Oh, do you? Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Well, oh, Lord have mercy. Karen Civil got on uh, Clubhouse and she talked about that incident. Yeah, I hit this and nobody promised him $20,000. Nobody promised him a rap career or nothing like that. He decided to double back and tell you some stuff. Jason called me about it. I admitted it to Jason and I apologized. It got back to Jason. Jason called me upset, flipping like, why the f would you do this? This is how I eat. I can own my bullshit for that. I mean, I respect the honesty, but... Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't admit it that. Yeah, what's the point? <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have admitted it. I respect the honesty, though. Yeah, but she did admit that, and... um. Yeah, so I, allegedly, well, we ain't gonna say allegedly. They're saying Karen Civil paid a, a blogger to take his site down, which I think the it hacker. happened, and he did get it back up. And then Jason Lee said this about Karen Civil. Now, I'm not mad at her hustle, but what I'm mad at is that the industry, the Breakfast Club, all these people have given her a platform, used their platform, let her finesse them in order to give her culture clout so she can go and rob the culture blind. Now, Jason, why are you name dropping us specifically? <laughs> okay. Well, he named a couple others. Name oh, a bunch of others. They oh, just okay, cut, okay, the, they okay, just cut okay. those out. All right. Okay. I mean, because when a person has a personal problem with a person, you know, they don't want anyone messing with that person. I understand. I mean, we've had Jason Lee up here and people have said, why are you giving him a platform? That's true. So that doesn't mean anything. Jason that's, Jason will probably be here this week. Mm -hmm. I think he's in New York. Mm -hmm. But we had a couple people up here that necessarily people don't necessarily like. Um, but There's nobody nobody likes all across the board. Not one person. Mm -hmm. Nobody. Zero, zilch, nada. Yeah, now it goes a little more. Now Meek Mill. Oh my God! He posted. How deep on, does this mess go? Yo, it's crazy. Meek Mill posted. Karen was my friend and turned on me for opportunity. Started having the blogs posted negative ish about me on some conspiracy ish. LOL. I forgive her, but I definitely don't want to deal with y'all industry people that move like that. I feel like I've heard all these stories before, except for the Jason Lee one, though. I yeah. feel like Joyner's has expressed that before. I feel like Meek has expressed that before. Cameron. Definitely Cam. Cameron. Well, she responded to Meek Mill. She just says, you know damn well I ain't have no site play you. I literally just supported your album and shown you nothing but cordialness and respect the last few years when My we see each hurts, other. Bro. Saturday up? on these clubhouse chat rooms defending you and sit and take <sighs> part of these Twitter key moments. Like, come on with the BS narrative. So that's it in a nutshell. I explained what I could because I really didn't know. I was really enjoying myself this weekend, and I just started seeing all the spicy stuff. All I feel, I feel very low vibrational energy. This is what I call... Low vibrational nigga. Okay. <laughs> and I don't like that in my life. And lastly, right? this is the last thing I'm going to do. Jason Lee, he said, uh, he posted this. He said, Karen Civil needs to be in jail. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And yes, with the confession, with the confession, we will be seeking all legal and uh, prosecute available under every law. I mean, hey, I don't have an opinion. I don't have an opinion on any of this. Everybody got the story. Everybody got a story. You know, Joyner got his story. Karen got her story. Jesse Wu got her story. Jason Lee got their story. I mean, I, I guess it's good conversations are happening. I don't know. Yeah, and it goes further. It goes into I, the Nipsey camp. It goes so deep so far. But I am sending everybody healing energy. Yeah, Where is my Poly Santo? Yeah, give me a Poly Santo. Poly Santo too. at Nick. Where is it? Give me a Poly Santo. What else, what else you got over there, man? I'm, I don't know. But I'm about to light something. Light, oh, yeah, light smart. something. I say I got no sage in here to smudge the building. Light something, sage, Christ, weed, all, something. All this low vibration. There it go. Give me a damn light. All this low vibrational nigga nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs>
man. <laughs> so let me ask you. So what, what I don't white, ask me nothing about what, this. When a, white, when a white person listens, do they think like we have to de-blackify certain institutions? <laughs> do they think that? We gotta de-niggify. When they hear certain stories, like, see, we gotta de-niggify certain ah! certain institutions. <laughs> All right. <laughs> ah! All right. What are you giving your doggy oh, to, oh man? Oh my God, uh, Carabelle. Okay, Carabelle is a, a mom who has some concerns in Texas. Okay, we'll talk about it. <laughs> All right, we'll get to it next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Want to look like a million bucks but only spend a handful of bucks? Upgrade to a Dollar Shave Club 6 Blade Razor for a noticeably smooth shave thanks to their six precision cut stainless blades. Find your perfect shave wherever you shop. In store and online at dollarshave.com. That's dollarshave.com. You are a donkey. <laughs> it's time for donkey of the day. Donkey of the day, huh? I'm gonna fatten all that shit around your eyes. They want this man to throw them blows, man. They wait for Charlemagne to tap them gloves. Let's go. They had to make a judgment of who was gonna be on the donkey of the day. They chose you. Yes. It's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's donkey of the day today? Yeah, it's donkey of the day for Friday, September 20th. Goes to Carabelle. Uh, Carabelle is a Texas mom who, like any parent, has concerns about what her children are learning in their schools. When you are concerned about things that are happening in your child's school. The school board meeting is absolutely the proper place to express them. But Carabelle might have expressed her grievances at the wrong school board meeting. See, this school board meeting was supposed to be about COVID. Okay, it's a middle school, so they probably have different, you know, COVID protocols because some of the kids aren't able to get vaccinated yet unless they're, what, 12 and up, I think it is? 12 and up, yep. Yeah, well, well, Cara didn't, you know, come there to find out about no social distancing. She didn't want to hear about no mask. Okay, she had one thing on her mind and it wasn't COVID related. Let me give you the context once more. Carabelle, mom, middle school, school board meeting about COVID. Mm -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, it's what it was about, COVID. Here is Carabelle. All right, well, I'm just thankful that y'all don't have the ability to um, make a mask mandate. And tonight I was going to talk about the need for a second high school, but I was sidetracked by, for the boys, or the idea of a Mexican is a Mexican is a Mexican. Take her out back, we boys figured, then hand on the titties, put it in her coin box, put it in her cornhole, grab a hold of that braid, rub that calico. You can find that on page 39 of the book called Out of Darkness, which you can find at Hudson Bend Middle School and Bee Cave Middle School. According to Wikipedia, cornhole is a sexualist slang vulgarism for anus. The term came into the use in the 1910s of the United States as verb form to cornhole, which came into usage in the 1930s, means to have anal sex. I do not want my children to learn Thank about you. anal sex in middle school. I've never had anal sex. Thank I don't want to have anal sex. I don't want my kids Lord having anal Stone. sex. I want you to start focusing on education and not public Earth. health. I know your Uncle Charlotte always says the craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. But boy, Texas is really, 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 really putting themselves in that number. Now, I could be wrong here. I could be wrong. Mm -hmm. But from what I just heard, I think Carabelle is trying to tell us that she doesn't like anal sex. Yeah. All right. The best thing about stories like this is the headlines. All right. Let me read you some of these headlines. Complex. 
Texas mother interrupts COVID-related school board meeting with rant about anal sex. TMZ. Texas mom loses it over anal sex in book at school board meeting. M-E-A-W-W-W.com. Headline. Texas mom slams school board over anal sex. I mean, who's not going to click on those headlines? Here's the thing. Is Carabelle right? Sure. Is there a time and a place for everything? Sure. Is there a way to have that conversation? I'm sure it is. But I don't think a school board meeting about COVID is the time and place. Okay? Anal sex is not as dangerous to the kids as COVID. At least I don't think it is. I don't have any scientific evidence to prove that. But the whole idea that we have to focus on education and not public health, because that's what she said. I want y'all to focus on education and not public health. That is insane. All right. Schools should absolutely do both at the same damn time. It's a pandemic, Cara. Okay, it's a public health crisis happening that kids aren't really protected from because kids aren't able to get vaccinated yet unless you're over 12. So these kids are spreading it at school and then bringing it back to older people who could really get sick and die. So yes, we can talk about education. Of course we should. Schools should focus on education and public health. But don't tell people not to focus on public health because guess what else? COVID isn't the only public health issue that kids will face at school. Please give Cara Bell the biggest hee-haw. Uh, uh, Looking your lips for talking about. Mm. No, I'm not saying that. Oh, okay. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey of the day. Do we have a question? No, I don't have a question. <laughs> <laughs> I would play a game, but I know the answer. To we know thing. the game. Yeah, I know the answer. I think a good question would be, what would you rather have, COVID or anal sex? No. All right. No, you shouldn't agree with me on that. That's when, <laughs> that's when you're supposed to shoot me down. That's when you're supposed to say, no, Leonard, that's not a good question. Okay, that is not a topic we should do. See, this is the problem. There's no policing in this room. That's the problem. Sounds like a great, great question. I'm trying to, I got to police myself. You know I'm still healing. <laughs> let me ask you, which one No, you leave me alone. Let me see. You see my polysanto? You see what I'm doing? What I'm doing? What I'm doing here? What I'm doing? What you doing? See, polysanto all over me. Leave me alone. Put it on the backside. Leave me alone. <laughs> Actually, yeah, you want to help me? No, I'm good. See, you play too much. All right. Let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Earlier this morning, (laughs) earlier this morning, somebody called in and was talking about a fake page uh, that uh, it was a fake DJ MV page. Somebody hit him and was uh, requesting $1,400. And the guy was about to send the $1,400. No. The fake page said that I was going to give the guy a, a, a car. Prove the page is fake. Cause I ain't never seen that watch you got on, and that watch look mighty icy. I ain't got no watch on. Prove, prove, that's a new watch. I was at iHeart. This is not new. This is old. But I was at iHeart over the weekend, and when I go to iHeart, I gotta perform. I, you know, I put my my outfit on like I'm Superman. It's my costume. Okay. All right. But anyway, a guy called and said that uh, on the DM, I said I was gonna give him a car for free, mm. and all he had to do is pay the taxes and shipping for the car, which is fourteen hundred dollars. Mm. And he was about to send the money, but he wanted to make sure. That's not me. I'm not sending giving nobody a call for free. But let's open up the phone lines. Sounds like you and him giving Carabelle something to complain about. That's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> 800-585-1051. Have you ever had someone make a fake page of you? Whether it's on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Black Planet, whatever you want. 800-585-1051. And if so, what did it say? What did it say you were doing? What did it say you were going to do? Let's talk about it. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. 
Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're asking 800-585-1051. Have you ever had someone make fake pages of you? Now, I have to uh, report these pages at least twice a day. They create all types of pages. They use my pictures. They use my government name. They use my my DJ Envy and my government name. It's ridiculous. Uh, and people have been getting got. People have been you know sending these uh, these fake pages money, and that's the reason why they keep creating these fake pages because they keep getting you guys. That's their dumbass. Because I saw somebody send Michael Jackson some money. Really? If you think Michael Jackson need any money in his afterlife, you're out of your damn mind. The fact that you don't even know Michael Jackson dead is crazy to me. Yeah, that is wild. That is wild. So they, I know they create, have to create fake pages for you. Oh, you don't even know. I would. I have no idea. Goodness gracious. I don't even check my regular DMs. I, somebody showed me how to check, you know, DMs yesterday. Well, last week they showed me how to check. Like you can go to your page, you can go to your DMs mm-hmm. and check just who sends blue checks. Yes. I did Very that. Five people. Yeah. I did that, and I, you know. Was replying back to people last night, but I don't check my DM. Mm. Salute to my man King Karan too, man. Karan, what's up, brother? Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Kim. Hey, Kim. Good morning. Now, somebody created a fake page of you? Um, no, I actually created a fake page of someone else. Why would you do such what a thing? What did you do that for? <laughs> I was bitter at the time. I was going through a little bitter phase in my life, and I said my I had another girlfriend, so I made a fake page of her, and I put that she was selling. And I put her phone number so that people will call her. Evil. Did you apologize to her? Absolutely not. <laughs> so you just ruined that girl life, had people calling her, trying to pay her for her poom poom, and you just yes. living your life like it's golden. My best life. <laughs> Have a nice day. Boy, you people need healing. Hello, what is wrong with y'all? Yo, yo. Now, yo. Some, somebody created a fake page of you and they said that you were gay? Man, they were saying all type of stuff, man. You know what I'm saying? Inboxing all different types of people, man. It still was out of hand, man. Paige actually had like three, four thousand friends. So if people really thought that was me, man, you know, they making, you know, building relationships with people and No. How we know that wasn't you, though? It was out of hand, man. I couldn't believe it. How do we know that wasn't you? That's a good question, if you Hey, you know what? I. I I tried my hardest to find out who did it, man, but it wasn't no way really I could find out. You, you know still ain't answered the question. How do we know that wasn't you? What you mean? How do we know that really wasn't you? And you got caught. So being that you got caught, you're not ready to come out, which is fine. I ain't got to do that, man. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got to do that. That's right. You can be you can be gay and open about it. You don't got to hide it. Yeah, I understand. That's right. All right. All right, my brother. All right, my dog. <laughs> 800-585-1051. Has somebody created a fake page of you? And what did they do? Whether it was Instagram, Twitter, or oh, who cares? Facebook, um, Black Planet, whatever you want. MySpace, call Black us up. Black Planet. Now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know it now. I know it Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're asking, has somebody ever created a fake page of you on social media? Instagram, Twitter, whatever it may be. TikTok. And we're asking what happens. Let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Tasha. Hey, Tasha. Somebody created a fake page of you? They really did, but it wasn't like your normal social media pages. 
some years ago, my boyfriend, well, he was my ex-boyfriend at the time, his current girlfriend made a Craigslist ad about me. It said what? She used my number, but fake pictures, and was like offering up sex. And people really started calling me about it. That's the only way I knew. Did you take- And I didn't believe them, so mm-hmm. I'm like, can't send me the link or, you know, screenshot the ad. But I was like, take it down because it's not me. I would never do that. And they were really sending it to me. So every time somebody called, I'm like, just report the page, report the page. And they finally took it down. But like years after that, she admitted that she did it. Hold on. So people was calling you like, yo, how much you charging for the box? Yeah, they was like, I'm calling you about your ad. You have a, what's up? <laughs> what do you want me? <laughs> wow. That I'm is like, so what? crazy. I don't have no ad up there. And it was up there for real. I had my number and all. All I'm getting from these phone calls is, boy, it's a lot of people that need healing. You ain't trying. Lord time. have mercy, y'all like, need you know, healing. Give me 10000 just to see what, what, what your box worth you ain't trying. She was hurt. Like, she was hurt. But I, I don't care how much it costs. Like, no, I don't know, y'all. I would never do that. Okay. And they, they were seriously calling. Thank you, mama. Hello, who's this? Yes, this is Jenny. Hey. Jenny Some, from the Bronx. Jenny from the Bronx. Somebody created a fake page about you? Yes, my actual page is at Jenny. Jenny Low underscore underscore, and then they created Jenny Low underscore underscore X. Like some X rated stuff. So, what happened? I, I still I can't get in touch with nobody on Instagram. I'm reporting the page, trying to get it taken down. And I know who it was because I just had a fight with, you know, my cousin. You don't know, but I had a fight with my cousin. And then we get arrested. All that drama happened. And then days later, a page comes up. And everybody, my inbox is going crazy. Like, yo, you made a second page? You made a second page? I'm like, no. So I go, I do my research, and it's this Jenny Low underscore underscore X. Like, chill out. Like, so what they selling? Just... What, the, what they doing on that page? <laughs> I don't know, but they selling, like, fake pictures or something. I don't know. It's... It's like a website or something. Now, I listen, how would you feel if they put your picture up and they was like, use box, um, <laughs> use box for for half off price? What would you say to yourself? Listen, the subscription is free. What? Yes. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They I say you just out here giving it away. And they told me dirty. But I can't get in touch with nobody on Instagram for them to take it down. Like, I report it. I tell you. That is crazy. It, and I, it's not coming down. It's still up. That's that's crazy. Slightly used box. Pre- <laughs> slight older. $3.99. Like, that's, that's horrible, man. Hello, who's this? This is Christy. Christy, we're talking about uh, fake pages. <laughs> Somebody created a fake page for you? Yes, they did. What happened? <laughs> so... This was, um, I guess this woman had some insecurities about me and her fiance's uh, relationship. We were just co-workers. Um, you know, he was actually one of my supervisors. And she decided to create a fake um, Facebook page and was messaging him as if it was me. And so I'm at home one day just sitting on the couch watching TV. He sends me a screenshot of the messages and, you know, it's like, why would you send this to her? I mean, why would you send me these messages? And I'm like, uh, hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm looking at the date and I'm looking at the time and I'm like, I didn't send any of this. Like, I had no idea what the heck was going on. Had no idea she felt any type of way about us at all whatsoever. <laughs> Dang. 
Yes. Well. So, needless to say, we have some issues moving forward. Yeah, y'all don't be playing fair with each other, man. Nope. At all. Nope, nope. Lord have mercy. All right, what's the moral of the story, huh? If there is a moral. The moral of the story is low vibrational N-words. <laughs> okay? <laughs> you know? And you know how much... You know how, To go out of your way to make a fake page about somebody just to slander them? Why? Yeah. Man, send people healing energy. Yeah, people need true. healing. That's the moral of the story. People need healing. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way. We got to talk about the Emmys last night. Did you know the Emmys was on last night? Uh, well, yeah, I did because Stephen Colbert was nominated, so I did. All right. Well, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. Now, shout out to my brother, Fat Joe. Fat Joe, you know he does his live thing. The he big, was on big, live. big, big, big show. With Snoop, and they were talking about Diddy and possibly Jermaine Dupree, and then Jermaine Dupree jumped in, and then Diddy jumped in, and they had the conversation about verses. Will Diddy and Jermaine Dupree or JD do verses? I don't think they should. I don't think it's a fair matchup. Uh, JD is the homie. I just feel like you you just don't have artists like Notorious B.I.G. Yeah, I think that if they do it, it should be uh, R&B. And remixes. I, I remember when JD put out a social death project called Definition of a Remix, and Diddy put out a We Invented the Remix. So R&B and remixes. Correct. Diddy and JD would be a great versus. I feel like Diddy's hip hop bag gives him more than an edge. Yeah, because when you have Big, you have the Locks, you have Mace, Mace. you have Black Rob, uh, Shine, Shine. You can't put Bow Wow, you, you can the even, Brat, the even, Franchise Boys, Criss Cross against that. It just uh, doesn't match. Even if you do like a lot of the Bad Boys. South stuff. You can play the young jock is going down. You can mm-hmm. play, you know, uh, boys in the hood, them boys. Like, it's a lot of different. It just doesn't matter. A-ball and MJG. Well, they had this conversation <laughs> on live. And, it, and this is what Diddy had to say. I want the world to know that this is one of my best friends. You know, one of my best inspirations. This is my brother. Like, I love him. You know what I'm saying? And I must say this to everybody. You amnesia having mother I didn't gave y'all life for mother 20 years of music. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to tell you, yo, JD, anything I touch, don't play with me, boy. Yo, yo, I'm the greatest. What the f*** y'all talking about? Hey, yo, when they go back, I don't hear nobody play none of your Wait, wait. I want Dre. Where is Dre? Yeah, I mean, R&B, they can go toe-to-toe. But when it comes to that hip-hop, I just, I R&B just don't see it. R&B and remixes, it. man. Mm-hmm. R&B and remixes. I'll tell you something else, though. I do feel like some of y'all ducking that Trackmaster smoke. I don't know why y'all mm. overlooking the Trackmaster. That would be a good I one. I see the Trackmasters, you know, p- calling people out, putting their hat in the ring. I don't know why y'all fronting on the Trackmasters. I think JD and Trackmasters would be a good one. I think it would be very, 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 very dope. Now, this is uh, also what happened on the live. Jermaine, what is your top five records you'll play at this battle? I'm not sure. We're not doing all that. Oh, you scared ass. I dare you. First, I hit you with victory just to start off. And then and then I hit you with hypnotize. Am I supposed to be scared of that? Joe, let me say this. Because I just want to make sure I clear this up with everybody on the line. The man said I don't have enough hits, right? Every song that I can play. If it if I wanted to, would be a number one record. He just told me he was gonna start off with a mediocre ass song. Come on, man. I mean, if those number one records, uh, you know, are not cultural, and can't think like that. It doesn't matter. Mm-mm. You know, some of those number ones, you know, they they 
You know, they may not be victory. cultural anthems. Victory. We play victory. It's not a number one record, but that's a, it's cultural, a cultural anthem. anthem. Absolutely. You hear victory, you love victory. Like, yeah, it puts you in a mood. That's the workout song. You know what I mean? That's the song you walk out to when you're about to do a boxing match. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you can play one of those number one Mariah's or Usher's, but it got to be the right record. Right. Uh, well, we'll see. But I, we'll see I, do, I don't like people acting like Jermaine Dupree is a slouch. There ain't no, nothing. JD Jermaine is, is a slouch. Icon, you know, in his Absolutely. own right. Absolutely, yes. There's only two writers, two ra- uh, writers, black, what am I trying to say? I don't know. There's only two rappers in the Songwriters Hall of Fame. Right. That's Jermaine Dupree and Jay-Z. And I don't even know if you call Jermaine Dupree a rapper, but... I'm just saying, two, he's people a from, two people from hip hop. Yeah, he's a rapper. He's a writer. He's a songwriter's hall of fame. He gets busy. I just don't think that versus is a good match. I don't think so either. Now, over the weekend, is some positive news. Shout out to Anthony Davis. You know him from the Los Angeles Lakers. He got married over the weekend. Uh, of course, his whole team was there, and he sang to his wife. Thank God he plays basketball better than he sings. Way better. What song was it? That was Drew Hill, right? <laughs> that was Drew Hill. He didn't even know what song that was. But congratulations to Anthony Davis. I'm about to Davis. say One Step, but I don't think Drew Hill had a song called One Step. Five Steps. There you go. Five Steps. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded that like was, One Step the way he was singing. Know, something about some steps. Was that, was that it? I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know what song that was. Well, congratulations to Hill, him. Though. Now, yesterday was also the Emmys. Did you know the Emmys was on last night? Uh, I knew because uh, Stephen Colbert, who's... The executive producer of The God's Honest Truth, my talk show, was uh, nominated for an Emmy. Well, Cedric the Entertainer was hosting, and he started off like this. We bossed up on TV, got these famous people screaming. We came to flip the script and take Emmys from Europeans. With 5020 Cedric to Emmy stages is Cedric. My job is to inspire you looking at where you headed. TV, you got what I need. What you say is just a friend. He started off with a tribute to Biz Markie. He started it off with, have you ever met an LL Cool J jumped up and, and finished the recording? It was pretty dope. So rest in peace to Biz Markie. I'm, I'm looking at this article on uh, Variety and it said, Emmy so white, no actors of color win despite record nominee lineup. But I thought I saw... RuPaul. RuPaul yeah. actually won. Uh, RuPaul makes Emmy history with most wins by a black artist. They said no actors of color, so I guess they don't consider RuPaul an actor. I have no idea. But RuPaul definitely won. Mm. RuPaul definitely won. And Kerry Washington, she paid tribute to Michael K. Williams as well. The nominees for this next award astounded us with each of their uniquely rem- remarkable, memorable performances this past year. But I would like to take a moment to mention one nominee in particular, Michael K. Williams. Michael was a brilliantly talented actor and a generous human being who has left us far too soon. Michael, I know you're here because you wouldn't miss this. Your excellence, your artistry will endure. We love you. I see what they're saying. Um, so first of all, salute to Mike K. Williams. Send the healing energy to his family always. But mm-hmm. they're saying that uh, even though it was a historic and diverse nomination field, no major acting trophies went to people of color. Major, Correct. all major acting trophies went to went to white actors. Correct. Like Mike, Mc, I can't pronounce this, this, this name. Michaela Cole. 
She was nominated for four Emmys. She picked up one in the writing category. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. Now, shout to Revolt. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Get your request in. And don't forget, Seven Streeter will be joining us after the mix and after Donkey of the Day replay. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. The saga continues. Season two of Wu-Tang and American Saga debuts on Hulu September 8th. The Wu-Tang clan will have to overcome even more obstacles, odds, and past beef as they come together to create the iconic album, Enter the Wu-Tang 36 Chambers. Catch up with season one now and stream new episodes of season two on September 8th, only on Hulu. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Big Seven. Seven Street Up. Families. How y'all been? Good morning. Back. Thank you. Thank seven you, thank is you. independent. Yes. Seven yes. independent now. I am. You got tired of Atlantic? No. Listen, it's not a tired of them. I love them. They were mm-hmm. amazing. I learned a lot of shit. But I mm-hmm. love being independent. Mm-hmm. I keep learning more and more things every day, and I can apply, you know, all of the years that I was at Majors to the sh- now. So it's been good. So, what yeah. made you decide to leave and, and, and go independent? Um, I think it was a number of things, but I think for me, it was just growth. You know, I have gone through so much over the last couple of years. You know, I lost, lost my uncle to cancer that like shook my whole life. Um, and I just wanted, I wanted to be able to express myself however I wanted to express myself. So, First know. of all, we being so disrespectful. How are you? I'm amazing. You good? How did you cope I'm with good. the pandemic? Um, man, where do we start? Um, I think for me, some days I was happy. Some days I was a little lonely. Some days I was a little angry. Some days I was, you know, I, I had to develop. And I've been doing it for the last, you know, two years anyway. Mm-hmm. But I really had to, like, lock into uh, setting my days. So I, I made a, a routine of waking up every morning early before anybody can mm-hmm. all the phone calls come in you mm-hmm. know what i mean wake up every morning watch my sermons go outside meditate stretch write down what i want to do for the day like it was you know i feel like i, I really locked into a routine in the pandemic so. Mm-hmm. So you also got covid at one point too i saw when you when you got diagnosed with covid how yeah. was that for you you know it was crazy because a couple of days before i knew i felt terrible i couldn't lift my head up off the pillow really no i could not and i didn't I, you know i i thought that it that was a little weird but only lasted one day and then i ended up having to get tested because someone on my team got covid They're like hey you should go get tested got tested but then for the duration of it i didn't feel bad i felt okay you know well the new album is junkin words and sober thoughts so yeah. let's talk about this because you write your own music yeah. and so i listen to some of these songs and i'm like now what was going on girl <laughs> now, of course, you know, I love the song you have out with Bia right now, Nasty Girl. That Thank is you. my joint right there. I even Thank love you. how it just even starts and comes in. Thank so you. tell me about writing that song and what was going on. Um, Well, Nasty Girl is just a nasty-ass record. You know what I mean? It's very sexy. It's very confident. It's very, like, you know, to be a grown-ass woman and know what it is that, you know, what you want when you want it. So it came from, um, you know, just a couple of little sexy nights that I've had and I wanted to write about Excuse it. me? Yes. <laughs> Seven? I can have sexy nights, Charlemagne. She's grown. Thank you. Drunk, drunken words and sober thoughts, what does yeah. that mean? For me, I feel like, um, especially over like the last couple of years, you know, you can be under the influence of a multitude of things, you know, under the influence of love and mm-hmm. lust and anger and jealousy and heartbreak and all of these things. And I didn't want to, um, I didn't want to box myself in. 
I didn't want to tell myself you have to only sing about this thing because I feel everything. You mm -hmm. know, we all do. We're not the same people from day to day. Wow. Change, your, yeah. change my mind. Yeah. Oh. What is that record about? That's the baby making record. That's a sexy ass record. Um, <laughs> shout out to Business Boy. He is absolutely amazing. Um, Change My Mind is basically about being really, really comfortable with somebody enough to maybe try a few things that you didn't think that you would try before. Oh, yeah, it's that, it's that, okay. it's that level sexy. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so it, it in whatever that is and whatever fashion that is for whoever. You apply that to, you know. Have what, you haven't, yeah, what haven't you tried? What haven't I tried? Um, I haven't tried anal. I haven't. I haven't tried anal. What mm -hmm. we talked, what was the other thing? We said something else the other day. Threesomes? Um, I haven't had a threesome. Mm -hmm. No. Have you found that person yet that you'd be willing to try different things with? Um, I found pieces of that person in a few different people. You got to patch it together. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm like, you know, filling it out. So how do you know that's the person you want to try something new with? Like, if it's not your um, dude, dude, and y'all just having some fun, why does he get those perks? Well, if his penis is small, then you can put it in the triano, but don't do it if it's too big. Really? Okay. Yeah. Is that advice, Well, yeah, I would think. That's what small <laughs> penis is. That's like... You can't take back it. the advice you just gave you. That, <laughs> you said that very confidently, yeah, OG Wisdom. Now listen, don't you listen. let him... OG if it's little, you let listen, him do it. Listen, don't you guys agree? I don't know. I don't know. But I don't want the I don't want the finger penis for the rest of no. the acts. But maybe if I try it, you know. What the hell is a finger penis? Like something that's come on now, Charlemagne. <laughs> I don't know what a finger hold penis up, is. Hold up, hold up, hold hold up your fingers. And now look in your pants. <laughs> that's a finger penis. Oh, you that's mean it's like the side of your finger? finger? Yeah. No, that's not have, that's not that. cute. God, that part. I never heard. That sounds wild. <laughs> that's hurtful, that's man. That's super disrespectful. Yes, it is. It's not her finger penis. It's disrespectful. Little finger penis. All right, but let's talk about the other song because you've had a couple of singles. Guilty. Uh, yeah. Now, that song. It's my baby. That's is a little, uh, yeah, risque. Okay, you do yeah. have um, ASAP Ferg and Chris Brown on that song. Mm -hmm. But that is about you being in love, but not with the person who you're with. Did that really happen to you? First of all, you're going to quit acting surprised. Listen here. <laughs> I like when records, like, spark conversations. Mm -hmm. And Guilty is one of those ones. Like, I, I think that, you know, it's, that's a real situation where you got somebody you may... You may not even understand why you rock with them or why you f with them so hard and heavy, but you do. You know what I mean? And you, you know. Has may that not... happened to you though? You, you um, with somebody, but you're in love with somebody else, mm. or you want to be with somebody else? Yeah, that's happened to me before. Sheesh. Yeah. Ouch. It's happened to me before. You have a, a song. I, this title is very confusing because I don't know what this <laughs> song could possibly be about. Tell Wet me. dreams. You know what? Goddamn mm -hmm. it! Listen here. <laughs> Wet dreams um, is featuring Jeremiah. Shout out Jeremiah. Um, but what dreams? It's about um. Well, let's start. It starts off. It goes. Don't know what your plans is. Don't know what your plans is. I don't give a f about what your plans is. If I hit your line, will you answer? Whatever it is, you better cancel. You know, I was thinking maybe we can fall through mm. so I can put this on you. I know it feels good for the both. You know what I mean? Mm. Feel Why good for like the that? both of us. So it's like, I mean, it's kind of self-explanatory. You know what I mean? <laughs> now, you've been wanting to put this album out for quite some time. We've yeah. seen a lot of drunken words, sober thoughts, posts. Yeah. So why is now the right time, and what were some of the delays for you? Mm, I think, well, I think now is the right time, and I say that I, I always operate. Everything is in God's timing for me, first and foremost. That's right. Everything. Mm -hmm. So um, for the last, you know, three years, it's I would people would like to, you know, they like to say they think that I've been strictly just working on my album for three years. I just I had to live my life. 
You know what I mean? I, I lost my um, my grandfather to cancer a couple years ago, and I wasn't there when he took his last breath, and that bothered me. Mm-hmm. So with um, my uncle, my uncle got sick three years ago. I was like, oh, that's never going to happen again. So I I spent a great deal of my time home, you know, on the, on, on the floor next to his bed, you know, watching sermons with them in the like I, I refused and so I was I was there until he took his last breath mm. so I spent a lot of time at home with that and even in between that because I love writing and I love recording I'm never gonna not be working so I just kind of allowed myself to write whatever you feel that day you know what I mean that's just I had to live my life and and take my time and um be comfortable and be good with myself for, for artists right yeah just have screaming eliminated to need to write a radio record um, what is that I, I, nowadays? I feel like it has yeah I feel like it has and I think that that's I, I, first of all I love radio don't ever get that twisted I love 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 radio um, but I love I love the freedom that streaming has given that's artists right. I think that that is beautiful because a lot of times when you're at a major or whatever any kind of label and they're pushing um, everybody's record is not going to get pushed the same you know what I mean the mm-hmm. fairness in streaming is that if it's a good song, people people are gonna you know they get to they can dive into that. It it doesn't have to have a million dollars behind it to make it go. And I think that that's beautiful. I agree because I yeah. mean you know it, it takes it puts the power to me back into the people's hands. The yeah. You get to see what I mean the artists do with the music they create, but you get to see what people are actually consuming. I don't think mm-hmm. radio is a good reflection of that. But anymore. you know I will mm-hmm. say with streaming they do put you like on certain playlists, yeah. and there are definitely ways to make sure when you have like a random playlist going, certain artists will be on those playlists. Mm-hmm. You know, and then it does make your streaming numbers go up. Well, let's get into yeah. a record off the album. What you want to hear? Not guilty. We play. You got to play nasty girl. Nasty girl. Shout out Bia Bia. That's my bitch. And we appreciate you for joining us. All it's right. Okay. Well, it's seven no streeter. It's the breakfast. <laughs> Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Shout to 7th Streeter for joining us and make sure you pick up her album, all right? And let me remind you guys, don't forget my Carcella Car Show goes down in Detroit uh, the 30th of October, just in time for Halloween, and 12-12, which is December 12th in Miami. So if you want to check out some celebrity cars, exotic cars, amusement rides, carnival games, uh, just a family fun day. I mean, it's going to be so much fun, so many cars, so many things to do. Uh, definitely get your tickets now, all right? Now you got a positive note, Charlamagne? I do. Uh, first, I want to tell everybody, um, you know, thank you for watching The God's Honest Truth this past Friday at 10 p.m. on Comedy Central, but also... Uh, the God's Honest Truth podcast abs- abs- absolutely dropped today mm-hmm. on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network. So you can go to subscribe to the God's Honest Truth podcast where you- wherever you subscribe to podcasts. And also, 1010, make sure you go to mentalwealthexpo.com. I'm doing my uh, first ever Mental Wealth Expo. It is a day of mental health uh, education and healing education and it'll be from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Marriott Times Square in New York City. So go to mentalwealthexpo.com for more info on that. It's free to the public. Right. And speaking of mental wealth, the positive note is simply this. Maybe you're not healing because you're trying to be who you were before the trauma. That person doesn't exist anymore because there's a new you trying to be born. Breathe life into that person. Breakfast club, bitches! You all finished or y'all done? 